What's up, everyone? I'm Shafi Malik, and you're listening to the Who Got Popcorn podcast. The premise is simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen, and we all come together here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. There's a bloody Babadook under my bed. That's the wrong film. Andy Newlands. <laughs> There's dancing behind movie scenes, behind the movie scenes. Sadie Rani. <laughs> She's the one that keeps the dream alive, dream alive. from the morning past the morning evening past till the evening. end of the night. The of a brim full of Asher runner, 45. Well, it's a brim full of Asher runner, 45. Corner shop, nice. Little corner shop reference, yeah, for those of you uh, wondering what that <laughs> we'll was We'll have to about. mute yeah. Dave on that when we, when we edit that, because... I don't think it's being right? it's fine. Yeah, exactly, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Auto-tuned. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I hope it wasn't a Fatboy Slim version, because I prefer the original. The original I prefer I prefer the original as well. I think you and I are the only two people in the world that prefer the original version. Yeah. Yeah. The it's Slim much version. better. And all the way from the somewhat north of England, Kyle Hammond. What's up, sluts? What is it? Hang on. I think so taken aback by that. Here's a warning. We'll be going into heavy spoilers. Oh, moves. So we suggest you watch the film before listening to this. This episode's choice of film is Dave's. Dave has chosen 1994's Clerks. Written and directed by Kevin Smith, Clerks follows a day in the life of Dante Hicks, a clerical store worker who's called in to man the shop on his day off while juggling his relationships with his current and ex-girlfriends while hanging out with his friend Randall Graves. Dave, why did you shoot this film? Because I love it. That's why. And I thought you guys would like it. And I think it's, it's just a film that you have to see. One of the, it's just a film you have to watch. Everyone should see Clerks once in their life, at the very least. Why should everyone watch it once in their lives then? Elaborate, Dave. Because of what, I guess because of what Kevin Smith did to make it, I feel it deserves it. And, you just, and it's great and it's brilliant. Just watch it. Watch it because it's great. Simples. Thanks, Dave. Where, when did you watch, first watch it then? I saw it maybe, gosh, man, not sure. I want to say Millennium Time. Millennium. <laughs> Started the podcast with a good tune, and now you've just brought the standards down. So you know, I mean, did you watch it DVD? Like, what, 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 what did you? What, did you rent it? Did you catch on TV? What, what, what was that? I think I bought. I, I own it on DVD, so I reckon. Actually, it might be more like kind of two thousand and two, two thousand and three when I caught it. So I reckon, yeah, man, I bought it on DVD. Even like the box. Yeah sort of strike strikes you i feel it. it's like what's that it keeps it raw keeps it original and it's just yeah man it's awesome it's unique it's fucking brilliant man it's indie to the mass you don't get more indie than a, a film that costs 27 grand to make it's fucking incredible man selling blood maxing out credit cards and they kind of they filmed it in like a square inch as well and but it still feels like there's quite a bit to it so yeah respect big time respect and it's wonderful conversations. So it's well worth the watch, people, listeners, viewers, watch it, man. What did you say? They thought it was a square inch, but there's so much more to it. What do you mean by that? They literally filmed it real. They filmed it in a real quick stop, didn't they? And they filmed upstairs and on the roof, sorry. But it's just like, but it does feel like... What the like... fuck are you lot on about? Square inch? What? What? Well, it's like they, it's like almost they they're talking about his penis size. It's like they might put, it's like they put a camera in the middle middle of the shop. Just they might have just had a fixed camera in the middle of the shop and just turned it to different. Is that the views. film terminology? Square inch. No, no. I'm just making the point that it's not like it's not Ben Hur, is it? It's it's just in a tiny little convenience store and there's nothing else. <laughs> a, even apart from the going to the funeral, but they don't even go inside the house. You don't even see the inside of the house. Oh shit, I forgot to watch the animated scene from that. That will, will actually was written, but they couldn't afford to film that. Bollocks. Dave, just admit that you, you chose this film because the film is about a corner shop and you work in the corner <laughs> shop. You just point out Dave's in the shop at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am in the back room of the shop. Yeah. yeah, so to the viewers, we are recording this at, uh, well, the scheduled time was 10 o'clock on, is it the 16th of September? Sure Friday, is. 16th of September. And um, Dave has just closed the shop at 10 p.m. So he's had 
plenty of story. Plenty of shenanigans have happened to him today. He let someone use the toilet, and um, and uh, and then he went, then he went inside in and, and had sex with him. Then he, yeah. <laughs> and he, went, went and, and he sucked thirty-seven and... dicks <laughs> in a row. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for that, Dave. Andy, would you care to recap this film? Yes, definitely. Hey, 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 what's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. All right, so yeah, so in a nutshell, there's this um, there's this dude, so, uh, the clerk, um, and he's not meant to be, um, like, working um, in the shop. Uh, and uh, he gets a phone call. Um, I don't know what, he's asleep in his cupboard or something. So I, I guess he's young, <laughs> he's like t- 22. So he's ended up in his cupboard the night before, fair, fair enough. And he's like, all right, fine, fucking hell. There's no one else to work, I will work. So he goes he goes to um, to the shop. And basically the whole film is just a, uh, you know, a series of scenes about what happens to him during the day. The main kind of plot, I guess, if you want to call it that, is... Um, his kind of love interest. So he's got a girlfriend, but he thinks he's still in love with this other girl. And the other girl he believes is actually going to get married because he read that in the paper. And then that comes to sort of go, sort of ends. And then he kind of realizes he does love his, his girlfriend because uh, silent Bob says something like about lasagna, which was quite touching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, lots of, lots of big monologues, some, some funny parts, some, some bits that are a bit more serious. Randall, his mate, works in like this adjoining video shop and he comes in and they just have, you know, chats that 22-year-old Americans would have. There's, you know, there's some weird bits where they go to a funeral and they leave because they've knocked over the coffin. Um, and then just, you know, every every 10, 15 minutes or so is a little snippet of what's going on in, in the shop. So it'll range from getting someone getting a fine for, for selling kids cigarettes to a guy coming in for a shit who ends up dying because mm-hmm. he's had a wank. And then the girlfriend comes in later on and like, uh, like unfortunately thinks it's the clerk and shags <laughs> the dead body. It's, it's funnier than it sounds. Um, and then, um, then the crazy shit, like accountants on the floor trying to get the perfect eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, just some, some stuff, just chats, chats and stuff happens, big monologues, few laughs. And then, yeah, he he has to work all day because I think his boss like ends up going to Toronto or something like that. Vermont. Vermont, sorry. He was meant to play a game of hockey at two o'clock, so they ended up doing that on the roof, and then that didn't last very long. Just just an adventure, a, a corner shop adventure story that for those of us who've worked in retail, we can relate to. For those of us who have been stoners, we can relate to. For those of <laughs> us who've been young and blokes, you can relate to. And obviously... <laughs> The introduction of Jay and Silent Bob just outside selling drugs. Um, so, yeah, not so much a story, just a series of interesting events, I guess, in a shop. Absolutely. I think. Nice, mate. Nice. To the to the American viewers, straight listeners, just to let you know, when we say the word shop, it, in your term, you, it basically mean um, store. So yeah. um, just to and sort to of our, sorry, clear to the our British, To our British viewers, when we say clerk, we mean clerk. None of you can't <laughs> pronounce that right yet. It's Clark. <laughs> was it? Is it? Really? Clark. I thought I yeah, British pronunciation is Clark, yeah. Yeah, bank clerk. Well, I don't think I, yeah. to be honest, I don't think Brits even use the term clerk yeah, anyway. No, do yeah. That cunt Dave, yeah. <laughs> they, they said it perfectly in this film, Jesmoff, didn't they? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my real late job. Being married to to Lizza, I've sort of educated her on because I used to work in a bank. And, on jizz mopping. Um, <laughs> hey, well, that's the thing. I used no, to work did, in a bank. Ep- we've already done an episode where he talks about mopping for twenty minutes. It was I great. Know, 20 <laughs> minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah mop yeah. episode yeah. part two. The return. <laughs> return worked, of the mop. It is. I worked in the I worked in the bank <laughs> bank, and it was like the. It was like the lowliest job like uh, ever. And then I used to just sort of describe to, to Lizza what, what it is, just how shit the, the job was. And I said, I'm just basically a jizz mopper out there. And she was like, <laughs> what, is that, what does that mean? And then I had to yeah. explain, <laughs> like uh, in the same way that Randall does. Um, but anyway. We've all been there, man. We've all been there. All been exactly. there. So there you go. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> Kyle, what did you think of this film? Well, firstly, when did you first watch this, Shafi? Because I'm I'm really surprised I've not watched it. I watched the first 20 minutes about five years ago, and I had to turn it off for some reason. And then when I went to watch it again, it had gone off streaming. Oh, I think I watched it around the same time as Dave. It was around about the early 2000s. Because I, I think I watched it on Channel 4 when it was on. Like a late night. It seems wrong to watch Clerks on a streaming network. I don't know why, but it just does, doesn't it? You should watch it on VHS, yes. really. Yes. Um, the first 10 minutes or so, I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure, because it's just people talking. And um, I think Marvel and whatever has like, ruined my brain, where I, I don't want to hear people <laughs> talking. I want to see big action on screen. But then... Um, I think Andy's ruined your brain, because you need to have a, a vehicle moving fast every few minutes. <laughs> But then when, when the jokes started coming in and when, uh, yeah, when, to be honest, when Jay first shows up and uh, that bit's so funny where... Motherfucking dick, 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 sucking dick, dick, pussy, Yeah, just dick, like, dick. <laughs> he's just a silent bob. He's like, I love you, man. And then he's like, pretend to suck his dick. He's like, wait a minute, I'm on a... <laughs> just like, yeah, I, was, I was crying. Yeah, I was crying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, actually, yeah. Um, I think that the black and white adds the charm of it, and the kind of DIY element definitely adds the charm. And in fact, I started yeah. watching 20 minutes of Clerks, Clarks, sorry, Clarks 2. Um, <laughs> Call it Clerks. I, I, that I sounds Clerks, so yeah. wrong. Yeah, that sounds Clerks, so yeah. wrong if you say Yeah, yeah Clerks, Clarks, man. Fuck this. I watched the first yeah, 20 I minutes. I shoe, shoe, shoe shop, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I watched the first 20 minutes of Clerks 2 and immediately I was like, I like original Clerks better because it's like, this doesn't work being all big Hollywood production. It definitely suits mm-hmm. the kind of the gritty black and white. We'll, we'll, I, I oh, disagree, we go. I've not seen the whole thing though, man. So yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, only criticism is that at a time it does feel like a table read, especially yeah. the uh, the Randall character. He's clearly just kind of reading his lines where I think the other characters have maybe had a bit more free reign, maybe they're more confident that they could take it their own way and ad-lib maybe slightly. But yeah, other than that, really enjoyed it, yeah. Nice, cool. And how about you, Andy? I mean, what, what is your sort of full-fledged like opinion of, of, of the film? All right, so basically it's been, it's been up and down and round and round like all the time since I watched this movie. So for context, it was, I just got to say this to the viewers, it was fucking hard to fit this movie in to watch this week. <laughs> So, like, I was watching it under insanely stressful, like, situations. Kids trying to watch it didn't, wasn't, wasn't calm. I, you know, I wish I would have just had the time to watch this film in one go. So, um, I've put all that to bed. It doesn't matter. So, I'm just going to talk about the film itself. So, a bit like Kyle, when I, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck is this? Like, when, um, when the clerk was having... What's the, what's the main character's name, sorry? Is it da- Dante or something? Dante. Dante. Yeah, so when Dante is basically having an argument, he's just having an argument with his missus for like five minutes. I was just like, fucking hell, like this is not, please don't let this be mm-hmm. blood simple again. Just endless monologues, endless talking. Like I don't, I don't need this. But what I've concluded, and Dave sort of nailed this, is I just think fucking fair play that this movie exists. I'm so... It's just like fair play. I can't I can't really get past that. I like the fact that these guys just had no money and made something like this. Like yeah, it, for what they Yeah, I kind of I I'm upon reflect like there's loads of problems I've got with this film, right? But I, I need to just remember this. They haven't got a hundred million pounds, so fair fucking play <laughs> to them what, what they've done here. And yes, Randall's acting is is pretty fucking shit at parts. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, it's not great, yeah. You know, I could imagine a lot of stones young 20 year olds like writing some of the scenes so that funeral scene where they go and knock over the casket you know i can imagine them sitting in a room and like just writing that sort of thing so there were lots of it that that i didn't find that funny but i think i would have got more out of this film if i would have watched it as my 20 year old self so watching it right now and this is no disrespect to anybody particularly the film but as a just becoming 40-year-old bloke with two kids and all the rest of it, I almost felt like I'd outgrown a film like this, like all the pussy jokes and all the rest which, of it. Da, 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 da. Which is why I think Clerks 2 would probably work better, I think. Yeah, well, that, that's age, the thing. But, and not, not the same level as I got from mid-90s. But Dave, before I watched this film, said something really, like, which was quite good. He was like, pretend it's 1994 when you're watching this. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's spot on that. Like, if I would have yeah. watched this as a teenager, I would have fucking loved this movie. I would have laughed. I would have told everybody about it. I remember when I watched oh, Freddy yeah. Got Fingered. If I watched Freddy Got Fingered now, I'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? But at the time, I remember being at parties singing... 
Daddy, can I have some sausages? Over and over and over again because I thought <laughs> it was funny. Man, the backwards man. I know. Yeah, no, you really did so... my dinner party. No, oh, no, sorry about that. The casserole was nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm. You know, it's it's definitely a film. I'm glad I watched. You know, yeah, lots of jokes that didn't you know i'm not laughing out loud but i i kind of respect the fact that these guys wrote you know the scripts is you know i'm not blown away by it i think it's good i think it's you know well written for but it's it when i was reading it i, I was remembering just a load of stoners that i used to hang out with and it was clearly written you know whilst people are sort of under the influence of certain things but um i can't really fault it that much and i also like the fact like you know randall kind of is in a weird way just expresses some teenage anger that certain people have when they go into the workplace and you're like fucking hell is this actually my life (laughs) i did get a lot out of it i can't really slate it (laughs) but um i'm probably a bit too old to enjoy a film like this now i think i agree with what you're saying about the I've enjoyed it more 20 years ago, whatever. Especially the scene when they're talking about the Death Star and Star Wars. That was a point yeah. where nobody gave a fuck about Star Wars, apart from the Die wow. fans. So we'd have been like, oh, wow, they're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Whereas now, yeah. Star Wars is just fucking everywhere, which is why I'd, I really hated that fucking scene in um, Free Guy where he gets the lightsaber. I'm just like, 20 years ago, I'd have loved this. Now I'm just so fucking done yeah, with but all this no, that I don't want to see it. But Star Wars, I disagree with the whole nobody gave a fuck about Star Wars. Well, but it wasn't. It was just it, the it fact kind of, is, it, is was, that, it was probably at its lowest point. Yeah, I know. I don't think that either. I think it was still sort of like a special. There was a generation that was raised up on that, so they sort of still they were still looking at it with sort of doughy eyes of nostalgia. It's just that you didn't go to the shop the and get Star Wars brought, shampoo or get Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Is it, is it, is it, yeah. it's a, no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is, it was probably the first time. It was brought into like a modern context, so yeah, that's probably yeah. what made it refreshing. To be honest, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Any toy shop now, it's just all Star Wars. But are you saying you'd get more at that scene twenty years ago? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Star I Wars that. is everywhere now. You go to a pound shop, it's Star Wars fucking shower gel, Star Wars this, Star Wars that. Whereas when we were younger, it wasn't really, was it? It's funny you say that because I don't know whether Clerks Three is out this weekend or. Um, is in, in in America or whatever, but it's got like a real sort of whopping by the critics, and a lot of people uh. are saying that apparently that film opens with like a a monologue about like the Mandalorian. It, the criticisms are like fucking hell, Kevin Smith. Are you not going to outgrow this fucking like? It just feels tired. This whole yeah. like stop you know, bring up Star Wars in your films. Where where I think for, but I think it probably worked in that context before it was back in 1994. Even the prequels weren't out by that time. Yeah. So the thing is, is that people were sort of looking at the the holy trilogy as like it was still a cool thing to talk about. I want to convey as well, like especially about the cool thing, like is I remember being at school and Shafi, I did some projects with you where we went out and we had to make a little video of this, that, and the other. And we've done we've done school plays where we were like, you know, red dwarf and I've done a few videos with JP about like the war and stuff. So Paul. I just I just need to reiterate. Yeah, I'm like, sure you did some videos how... of JP, mate. No, here we go. <laughs> Fucking you've got major jealousy of JP. But I just want to reiterate how like fair play. I know you know, but you can criticize, criticize and all the rest of it, but like less than 30 grand fair play that they got this and it did as well as as it did outside the hollywood machine like i I just i just i don't want to put anyone off like trying to fucking do this like because it's i wish i had the balls to go and make something as if i made something as half as good as this i'd be so i'd be showing you guys all the fucking time but also that's just a key point i want to make Kevin Smith was working in the shop in the day and they filmed it at night. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. the shutters were down broke because yeah. you see it yeah, yeah, time yeah. outside. That's mental, isn't it? It was getting like two hours two hours sleep a night, man. Yeah. They, they were saying it was um it was filmed in black and white and uh, there was a rumour going around that it was because it was the security camera was filming it and then Kevin Smith was like, uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah, that, that was the idea. It was meant to be like, <laughs> but it never was. He just had no money. So, so it's funny that even when he sold the film to Harvey Weinstein and Miramax and, the, you know, when he sold it at the film festival, like he basically... At the end of those first few days, he said, oh, by the way, I've got to go back to New Jersey because I've still got my job to go back to, which is kind of running the shop. <laughs> so wow. he was still running the shop. He was still working in the shop at the time when the film was released and stuff. I'd love us to make clerks in the corner shop. Like if we just sat down for the next six months and each row, two scenes that were 10 minutes long, 
like some crazy customer comes in or whatever and then Phil, Dave's the main character in the corner shop <laughs> and I have to see what we come up with and then like not reconcile and Andy it, works but, like, next door in the bank. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. went next door, but it's not yeah, a video yeah. shop. It's a yeah. private equity firm, but yeah, man, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you you just get bored in the same way Randall oh. does. But you just come in to see me. But yeah, I think you should wear a suit. You should. I want you in a full suit. I'll, for this. I'll wear a suit and then slag the clients off rather than yeah, rather than we'll the just video use, shop people. It's mad, and we can just use an iPhone 14 or whatever. Fuck, it's incredible. Right, isn't fine. It? Make I'll it, use, for, I'll use make my it for nothing. We'll right, make chef, it for you need to get involved in this as well. You have to change your clients' exactly. names, Andy. You'd be like, "Oh, um, that guy, <laughs> yeah, Christ." <laughs> Shafi can be the tax man that comes in and gives us all the fine. It's funny that one of the, one of the reviews of this this film, this original Clerks film, so someone said they said they predicted they said in ten or uh, fifteen years' time, all sitcoms are going to look like this. And which is which was kind of like really prescient because that's what kind of sitcoms are now. They're sort of like mockumentaries. They don't have this sort of studio audience, and they're sort of like about mundane things. About you know, there's like The Office. There's even like a there's like a British sitcom about like a, running a phone shop and stuff like that. So uh-huh. I think it really it really did. I mean, it it laid the blueprint for a lot of things, not just not just like the format of of kind of like you know, um, you know, people in sort of mundane surroundings and that having conversations. It's like but, yeah, Modern Family, Parks and Recreation, they are all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brooklyn Yeah, but but also even this the sort of like the sense of humor. I think the the sort of Judd Apatow stuff, like Seth Rogen stuff. We, you know, I think. You, I think they'd be lying if they said that Kevin Smith didn't influence them because I'm pretty sure, as I said, this sort of was the pro- prototype for all that stuff. I mean, they use kind of like, you know, pop culture references as well and stuff like that. I mean, I think that it laid the blueprint for a lot of stuff. But Kevin Smith sort of said Pulp Fiction was an inspiration as well, which is mad considering that was the same year. Just sort of, you know sort of the, the conversation that they have in the car about Amsterdam and stuff, where it's just guys talking and then also like maybe foot massage conversations and stuff like that, that don't have anything to do with the plot, but they're just great. I just, I adore them. And like the exorcist free monologue about the fish in the bath and stuff like that. They're just so, so wonderful to watch sometimes, aren't they? I just adore them, but yeah, it's great stuff. And that's maybe why I love this film so much. And I guess working in a corner shop as a kid between 97 and 2001 did set me up for loving this film a bit more with um, that. Up being until 2022. Oh, yeah, indeed. I forgot about yeah. that. Fuck. <laughs> there was a break. Viewers, there was a break. <laughs> they, well, <laughs> you never leave the corner shop. You get sucked back in. <laughs> exactly, man. You can't escape. I watched Clerks 2 <laughs> today and I'm still older than them. It's fucking mental. I'm actually older than them in Clerks 2. I'm like, Fuck me. How did I get so old? But man, Dante looks about 30, doesn't he, in the first film? Well, I couldn't believe it when they said he's he 22. I was like, fucking 22. He's, oh, he's 26. I Googled it, yeah. He looks like 46. Uh, <laughs> His goatees, man. Goatees will age you straight away. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so true, isn't it? Fucking crazy, man. Anyway, Shafi, what did you think? I'm guessing you watched this, yeah. 20 years ago so did, have you really yeah, watched it or I, not or? I watched it i watched it uh i think it was like after i stopped so i, I worked part-time in blockbuster video or as a student yeah. so so i think I, I i watched it after i kind of left that job I, I think it's fair to say there are some things that are dated i mean you know the whole sort of grungy soundtrack and and, yeah. and stuff like that and the f-bombs that are not the fuck word yeah. the other f word yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's still, you know, it's still, it still makes me laugh. That, I mean, we kind of go, go, going to go on to kind of favorite parts. That, you know, should I read it out? My favorite part from this, from the screenplay. Um, yeah, do it, man. Yes, hello. This is RST video calling. Customer number four three five zero two nine. I'd like to place an order. Okay, I need one of each of the following tapes. Whisper in the wind to each his own. Put it where it doesn't belong. My pipes need cleaning. All- <laughs> Follow you, mate. I need your <laughs> worship. <laughs> my and eight shafts clean, gargling naked, <laughs> buns free, in a sock, and Eileen, 
huge black <laughs> with pearly white slam it up to my cheese <laughs> blasters in outer space by Betsy so I can finger my play with my three on a girls who crave girls who crave men alone to the KY connection pink and all holes filled with hard oh and to mother what was the name of that movie <laughs> Dave, you sent me that clip so on WhatsApp about five years ago, man. Yeah. That still made me laugh. It's still kind of really funny. So. It's genius because the close-up, the fact that it goes into the close-up makes it nicer as well. Because it's not, it would have been quite grim if you could have seen the mum at that, that time. It's just perfectly shot, I feel, in my humble opinion. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's only the second time I saw, I saw it, I, I noticed the erection on the corpse. I didn't see it. That's what happens when you die, yeah. don't you? You get a boner when you die. That's fucked up. Anyway, to go, can't get the coffin lid down. Well, <laughs> oh, brilliant, mate. Yeah, no, it's pissed. That was that was that is probably the funniest bit in the film, isn't it? That's just utter utter comic gold. That is so good because you can just watch that as a little miniature clip as well and just think, fuck, that is some funny shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, because considering we've gone to that part, I've already started that part already. Uh, are there any other favourite parts? Yeah, yeah. I, my, I, sorry, do you want to go? No, you go, man. My favourite bit is the necrophilia bit at the end where <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> mental. Just, just, leave it, just leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, she's like snuggling up to Randall, like, oh, that was the best I've ever had. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, she's catatonic in an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think Jay as well. Any time Jay's on screen, fucking hilarious yeah, it's, man. It's, he delivers his lines so well. He just must know his lines so so well because there's no hesitation as that. He just nails every line. It's brilliant. Really, really good. So you cast him in the film, um, Kevin Smith. He's like, uh, he's my friend, and I think he's really funny. And I just, I want to see if everyone else finds him funny. <laughs> so that's the reason he cast him in the film. <laughs> that's the yeah. same thing that um, Simon Pegg did about uh, Nick Frost. Oh, really? He, okay. They were <laughs> just. Fucking hell. Shaffy just, talks about Simon Pegg I know, again. I always bring up Simon Pegg in the show. But, uh, but, he's, but he used to work with, with him in a, in a restaurant and he just found him like, really funny. So he just sort of cast him in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a great range, Nick Frost, I feel like. But even in those films and even the trilogy, he's got. A great range you know the comparison yeah. to him in, in world's end and Shaun of the dead is the like chocolate cheese aren't they and the boat plays them well yeah because yeah because no, yeah, i think like kevin swift was saying that um he was saying like i can't say this i can't talk like this in film he's like what i based it on you this is you <laughs> this is how you talk anyway so what you, yeah it's just brilliant i love it it's like shit do i really sound like that uh yeah yeah <laughs> It's sort of he he looks great. He looks great. They look great, don't they? As well, they look fantastic. There's something about the way they dress. They're so iconic. You could go to a fancy dress party, dress like Jay and Simon Bob, yeah. and people would recognise them instantly. It's just awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. Well, Kevin <laughs> Smith turns like, right. It's called cosplay. Yeah, Kevin Smith was like, well, I've I've been going to like Comic Con for years, and for years people have been dressing as Silent Bob, but since now I go there, people dress as me with the big baggy shorts and the yeah, hockey yeah. jersey. Well, no, no, I'm pretty sure they're just turning up in their own clothes, but people, <laughs> he just assumes that they're dressing up as, you know. But um, Andy, you're going to bring up a favourite part. Yeah, so basically, like, because I I worked in retail for so 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 long and like then I worked in jo- just jobs for the public in general so one of the reasons I moved and started doing the job that I'm doing now is because I just I cannot I just can't handle your average Joe public I just can't it's, yeah. I just it's ruined me over the years yeah. so like 2008 one of, one of the best yeah it's just I just haven't I have not got the patience uh, for them yeah so basically so I've got a real like a real problem with the public when they're when they're annoying so like even yesterday i was at the doctors and this woman was being so and it was so mad because i just watched like the like so much of the <laughs> film and i saw this poor guy behind the desk having to deal with this woman and i fucking i just wanted to fucking kill her and just go you stupid fucking can't like she's just <laughs> being fucking like i can't believe like when i see these people i'm like 
what is their life like what how the fuck have you got to this stage like where do you live how do you get up how do you how are you such a fucking anyway sorry i'm going well off pieces so the because i've got such a problem with this sort of thing because i've i had that sort of person in my life through various human fucking beings over 10 15 years the bit where that guy comes in and he's just talking about the newspaper or whatever. And the guys behind the till aren't fucking interested. So Randall just fucking spits in his face with a bottle. <laughs> I was like, yes, that for me was fucking glorious. The, the bit in the video shop where he's being rude to the, to the woman, a he's little, bit, a little bit dramatic, but I kind of like that as well. It, you know, that's him just expressing that fucking rage we all have inside. We don't care. We work in a fucking yeah. video shop. Shut the fuck up. I don't need to know this. I don't like your ruse to try to trick yeah. me. I just love the way he delivers those lines. Brilliant. I think it's great. Yeah. I absolutely love that scene. Oh, they're, they're, oh, they're rubbish. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, lo- I like Randall's kind of outbursts. Um, the best bit, I mean, this will sound fucking insane, but the greatest bit of the film for me was when Jay was just dancing for about eight seconds outside <laughs> yeah, and then brilliant. fucking Silent Bob because... If I was any character in this movie, I'd like, like, I'd pr- I probably, I'm not, I wouldn't have been there, but I would have definitely been hanging out outside the shop rather than in it, like <laughs> with those dudes. So I quite like those. And I must say, I know I said earlier, like, yeah, there, there were bits of this movie where I didn't laugh, but, but, <laughs> and I know this is quite, even as I said, like, oh, yeah, I've outgrown this film, blah, blah, blah. But I did laugh out loud when, the fucking body came out with a boner and I realised what was going on. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I, just, I thought that was fucking well funny. 1994, um, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, the last bit, sorry, you're fucking hard. I'm almost saying the whole film. Maybe I actually love this film. <laughs> I'm doing a nope. But, um, <laughs> when, when that accountant had just come in and just completely fucking lost his mind and was just smashing the eggs and stuff. Like, <laughs> I quite like that. And I liked the fucking commentary, the bit about the milkmaids, because we've all had that stupid fucking bitch yeah. who comes in and is just a dickhead. So that's her. That's the fucking milkmaid right fucking there. So... Yeah, there are lots, lots of bits, actually, to be fair. I was once at a work event, and a woman was at the buffet, and she was picking up all the different things off the buffet, sniffing it, and then putting oh, it back. Oh, God. And it's I like, just, I am not, I'm not eating any of this fucking buffet. I just can't believe this This happens. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. With her fingers? I remember her Oh, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with her fucking ass. Of course she... her fingers, you dickhead. I remember Mad Joyce. <laughs> well, I thought um... it might be like a fucking spoon or palms or something. <laughs> at least tongs would be just about forgivable but hands yeah. wow what a legend I'd love that I'm going to do that next Imagine time just just my uh, no uh, no no that's that's not my thing <laughs> when I used to work at the corner shop Mad Joyce came in and um, she fucking came to the till she had a pack of four Duracell batteries and she opens the pack in front of me put two on the counter and said I'm <laughs> only paying for these two because these I only need two well yeah that's the madness isn't it but that that's i think things like that and just dealing like i was honestly like fucking hell i'm gonna have a mental breakdown i don't remember you worked dealing... in the yeah, yeah. What, what was your shift i worked in it was i think it was like saturday or sunday and i'd clock off at about four i think so i did um, saturdays then... five to nine. Oh, maybe it was five maybe you followed me then no because i used to get paid before me Everyone but me worked oh, in that Peach, corner. yeah, I worked before Peach. Yeah, so I, Peach I, fucking, I had to have the T-shirt after Peach. So the sweaty fucking... Oh, mate, the green sweat box. Here you go. It, where this T-shirt, I've been sweating in for four hours. Like, oh, fantastic. Gee, so Thank all fuck. of you guys worked in that same corner shop? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Wow. It was the corner shop crew like versus I, the Martin like Spencer's out. crew. Yeah. It was basically, you worked in the so new I defected. Raj. I defected, yeah. Yeah, yeah, All man. the other dudes worked in M&S and then Kyle <laughs> fucked off to M&S. Yeah, man. So so you worked at the New Raj. All the other guys worked at M&S and then Kyle went there. And then us true heroes kept it fucking real deal at the corner shop. It's definitely, um, I wrote some notes for this thing. It's like, it's definitely like a bit of a time capsule, this movie. I quite, I, li- I like the fact that you can, you know, it's obvious like pay phones, certain things they're selling. And oh, yeah, man. I just, I just, the car, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I did like it. Like fair, fair, fair play, Dave, for choosing it. It's, it's, it's. De- you said at the beginning, it's definitely a film you you need to just have watched or have in your catalogue, and that's yeah, exactly. Spot. Yeah, it would be a weird thing to say to if you were talking to a film buff and they were like, oh, "I've never seen Clerks," I'd be like, "What yeah. the fuck? You've never seen Clerks?" Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 
unique. It's genius. I think it's a fuck. I, I think it's so well written. I think the consistency with the characters is fantastic. I think it's fucking beautiful. And I should just sit down and read the script one day. But who's got time to do you that? Should, you really? should definitely. You should definitely write a scene. Just spend an hour a day. Just just well, write I, a scene. What I, like, see what you what come I'll up do. with. Yeah, I'll try to. Um, well, Dave's try in this film. There's back. literally is a guy that all he says is, "It's beautiful, man." It's <laughs> fucking Dave. That's all he says. <laughs> oh, the mad stoner. It's yeah, the beard yeah, yeah. dude. He has like two scenes, and then both of them he says, "It's beautiful, man." Yeah, Dave. It's Dave. <laughs> and Dave's also the guy that tries to suck his own dick and dies. <laughs> <laughs> like I could have filmed somebody tonight. Was what I was what I was saying. Like he was saying that he has to grow his own cannabis because the doctor won't let him have medical cannabis because of his mental health issues. It's kind of I was just like, wow, and he was showing me the pictures of it and stuff. And that was just tonight, you know. So every single night something strange happens and I probably should have taken more note of it. You know, there's interesting characters that I could even ask to it'd be hard to get them to play this role though, I guess. What other Kevin Smith films has everyone seen then? So, uh, Dave, what, what other Kevin Smith films have you seen? I, I've seen them all, really, bar Clerks 3, I'd say. There's probably... Oh, have seen, seen like, Yoga Hoses? You've seen Reboot? Chainsaw and Bob Reboot? Oh, yeah, shit, no. Sorry. Let's call it 66%. Okay. Yeah, I have, yeah sorry, actually, that was, that was outrageous. I forgot about some of these films, yeah. Uh, how about you... Wow. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which I just saw the cover of it. I watched it 20 years ago. I saw the cover of it. Like, we all watched it together. We, no, we, I didn't watch we, it with you. We, I didn't. No, I watched it at home. You, you did. did. You did. did. We watched it just I remember me. you laughing. Yeah. No, no, just I remember. Me. No, no, you watched it at yeah. Pinno. Yeah, yeah, we watched it at Pinno together. Because I remember you specifically laughing at the Scooby Doo bit. Right, okay. I don't remember that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've seen. Um, Zack and Mary make a porno. Have you seen? You must have. You must have. You must have seen Dogma, surely. No, no, no. Not seen Dogma, Chasing Amy, all the old ones. No, no. Right. Have you seen more? Have you seen more rats? No. Have you seen more rats? No. Uh, How about you, Andy? What other Kevin Smith films have you seen? Tusk, I've seen, which is fucking mental. I remember you you messaging me straight, straight after you saw Tusk. Tusk. You were like, what the? Like you were like really freaked out by it. I went through this phase, Carl, to, of just being on YouTube and just watching crazy clips, like when the kids were really young, like to, you know, when you're just lying in bed night after yeah. night after night. So that's kind of what I was doing like, on my phone when I was, they were just staring in space. And then, yeah, Tusk, I was like, fucking hell. So, yeah, that dogma, I fucking love dogma. And funny enough, an evening with Kevin Smith. So I've watched, I've watched loads and loads of just Kevin Smith on stage being interviewed talking about films yeah, talking about his views that, yeah. and you sent me some yeah shit. just all that sort of stuff you sent me the right loads, about Superman loads. Return Sheffy yeah yeah that's fucking amazing that one and like all his Star Wars I don't know don't get me wrong he is like he did an interview the other night on the late show <clears throat> him and Jay actually um, and it was awful it was like oh no this guy because he almost died like recently yeah. like not yeah. maybe recently is the wrong word but like so he's lost a lot of weight and stuff but he's just I don't know it's kind of like that like the the interview I watched last night I was like oh, dude like you're not 16 it was a bit a bit weird but um he really yeah, is not, the not many. silent bob isn't he he fucking talks forever oh, so, well that's what <laughs> Stephen Colbert said Stephen Colbert asked him one question it was 12 minutes for, for a bit <laughs> I listened to the the fat man beyond podcast or there was fat man on batman before not because I was a fan of Kevin Smith but just because I like batman and comics you know, like marvel and dc and whatever but yeah, during the pandemic, I kind of tuned out of it because it went on Zoom and the quality was like fucking like really bad, really bad quality audio. Like, uh, I know way who, worse, way worse listen, than us. Who would listen? Yeah, who would listen to a podcast with shitty quality anyway? But um, <laughs> but what well, um, it's interesting though. But if you if you watch that first evening with Kevin Smith compared to how he is now, like like he was like a proper in those like early like mid nineties. He was like a proper culture critic. Like he was like, yeah. he, we didn't really care about, you know, what his like opinion was about films. And he, he, you know, basically went against the grain. But now it's interesting. Now he's like complete. He's even said it himself that 
he doesn't sort of slag off like films or anything yeah. like that. And he says that he, he says if he has like a, a bad opinion on a film, like a film that you know, a film that he doesn't rate, he just doesn't talk about them. Like he's he's properly mm-hmm. like, you know, wants to big up like every like big kind of franchise mo- like you know, big comic book movie and and stuff like that, where before it's it's almost like if you watch him in that first evening with Kevin Smith, where he talks about he gives, tells a story about John Peters and when he was developing his own Superman film and when he was like working with Prince and stuff like that. That like even the tone and the way he talks is completely different to how he talks now. They're almost like different people. Yeah. I mean, what so Dave? What would you say are you like favorite? Is is Clerks your favorite out of the whole lot? Then yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's the max. Yeah, so. I, I was sort of big into Clerks, Dogma, Chasing Amy. Mallrats is okay. I don't mind Mallrats. And I did like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That that amused me greatly, especially at the time. But yeah, I guess I saw Zachary make a porter and I didn't even know it was anything to do with Kevin Smith. I saw that once and I wasn't too impressed, but I certainly need to give that a second watch. And I watched Clerks 2 today, which was really nice. And as you said, it's sort of heartfelt, which was the first time I felt I'd seen a Kevin Smith heartfelt film. It was actually a pretty beautiful film in, in retrospect. And it had a, some donkey fucking in it as well, but it was pretty pretty broad, I guess we'd say. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. The, the one film that I keep on saying is my favourite out of all his filmography is Chasing Amy, but I haven't seen it in a while, so it may not have aged uh, that great. But I remember even after watching the first Clerks film, thinking Chasing Amy is the film where he sort of feels like he's got it right because of that like relationship between like um, Ben Affleck's character and Jason, whatever that guy's called. Jason Bateman, is it? Bateman? No, Jason. Um, Guy from My Name is I. My Name is I. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was, that was actually the first Kevin Smith film. No, no, I think I saw Dogma. I think Dogma was the first film I saw. Yeah, same here. Dogma, Dogma was the first one I saw. And then I went kind of backwards, and um, and I really liked uh, uh, Chasing Amy. But then, like, it's interesting. Like, yeah, there there are all these sort of different phases of, of his career because, sure, like his the early the early stuff was like the most like edgy stuff, and definitely like Dogma. You know, there there was kind of like huge protests about that film because you know it was sort of talking about you know religion and you know there were like a lot of sort of christian christians kind of uh, protesting at the film but then um uh, and then what happened like early 2000s he started making all these like really heartfelt films so there was a film what's that film with ben affleck and j-lo and j-lo dies at the beginning i can't remember now jersey girl so yeah, so Jersey Girl. So that's like a really sort of heartfelt film. It feels a, a little too saccharine, but um, but it is. It's still quite. It's got like a lot of heart, and um, so there's there's that, and also you know, Clerks too. You know, that's like a really kind of sweet film. It's very tonally different to the first Clerks. Yeah, but and but now what's happened is he's got to this sort of later stage where um, he's just sort of making films for like knowing full well that no one's going to watch them and just makes anything like as as andy pointed out tusk but andy so what is your opinion of tusk i just it it fucks me it's fucked me up to this day like i still i still cannot believe that he's he's just there in the fucking seal sanctuary or whatever fuck like and the missus comes to see him with the boyfriend like Sometimes I have nightmares about when he's in the water and he sees all the other, like, the pre-Mr. Tusks that didn't quite make it. It's, um... And Johnny Depp, like, what the, what the fuck is going on there? Like, so, I don't know. I, I kind of... I don't want the viewers to go through the trauma I've had. Maybe no, nobody watched <laughs> Tusk and just donate to Kevin Smith's yeah, GoFundMe I mean, page instead. Just... <laughs> but that film was, um... That film was just, like, one big joke, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's... it's because isn't it's it that he... Isn't it that he saw some sort of ad? No, Kevin Smith wrote it based on an ad that he found. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you, I don't know why you, the film was made. You hear him like tell the story in the credits or something. I can't remember now. It's been a while since I've seen it. But, oh, um, God knows. I, I just remember crying at the end when he was feeding <laughs> in the fish. I was like, what the fuck? Like? You and Andy was like furiously like messaging me after he saw that film, like <laughs> traumatized. The biggest thing that's ever tra- like. 
I don't know, I can't remember which interview it was for Kevin Smith. Maybe it was a Superman one, but he was like, Kevin Smith was trying to write, maybe write a Superman movie or something. And he went yeah, to this yeah, like yeah. Ma- massive, massive Hollywood producer's house and like um John Peters. This guy, this guy, yeah, I, like a wow, holy fuck, John Peters. And he was <laughs> trying to get him to put a mechanical spider in every movie Kevin Smith was gonna do, blah, 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 blah. And then it turned out like that's the reason this guy, his his two decade obsession is the reason why Wild Wild West had a mechanical yeah. spider in yeah. it. It's this maniac's like, <laughs> it's mental yeah. how these powerful well, yeah. get their way. If you, yeah, Dave, if you've not heard that story, well, look that up on YouTube. He tells it's the whole story really about funny. developing. Right. Um, but, uh, basically, the the Tim Burton wicked, 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 Batman wow. film, the Tim Burton Batman film that was going to star Nicolas Cage, uh, he, was taught, he was tasked to write that. Superman film. Has anyone else got anything to say about this? Well, it's never me or Dave, so just probably ask Kyle. No, not really. Just the only thing is, I was yes, Ra- Randall. Randall broke the bro code, man, didn't he? By uh, telling Dante's uh, girlfriend that he wanted to split up with him. Yeah, oh, but he can't... might have been doing. He might have thought he was doing him a favor indirectly. Randall, for me, I don't want to go too deep into this, but like was. He was a little bit like um, like a, a visual representation of what sort of angry young men can do. Like he'll just fuck over his mate to go like you know mm-hmm. like get his bird or whatever. Like so, I think it's a bit more Man, should, than just a but, but ch- his uh, later film Chasing Amy is all about that. Like um, he basically Ben Affleck's character falls in love with a someone who's a lesbian. And then they end up sort of having an affair, but then he's a, like a co-creator of a comic book. And the person who's the inker of that comic book is his like best friend. And he, there's sort of that conflict between, you know, the best, best friend and his girlfriend. And um, it's sort of, it's, it's quite like that. So yeah. Oh. Clark. Have you got to get the bus? Go and watch or... it. <laughs> it's already 1120, isn't it? Well, yeah, I can still make it if we just do the one word reviews now. I'll make yeah, it. Let's, let's yeah, let's let's wrap do, up. Let's wrap up. All right, what, one word reviews. It's the one word review. One word review. One word review for us to do. Except for Dave, who says, It's the best. Okay, so let's go to one word reviews. Uh, let's start with you, Kyle. What's your one word review? Real. Real to real. I like to move it. <laughs> Uh, Dave, what's your one more review? Gritty. God. Fucking <laughs> uh, hell. And uh, Andy, what's your one more review? Brim full of Asher on my foot. <laughs> nice one. And that is, making, our... is that you, Dave, making keys noise? That's me. Dave's sure locking up the shop as we're finishing yeah. a podcast for class. Exactly. <laughs> That's brilliant. He's counting the two Ps on, on from the till. That's what he's doing. Oh, it's so funny. Uh-huh. I'm just, yeah. Shit, I didn't get the sausage rolls out. Bollocks. Do that. Oh, enjoy it. Get your sausage roll out. Oh, 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 the fucking hell. Fucking. Oh, oh don't do the milk. Oh, no. I've got the newspapers to do. Ah. That is our uh, talk on clerks. Great. Oh, did you do a Twitter thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've oh, got cool. quite a few actually. Yeah, got him. Do you want to hit? Do you want to stay? Okay, so right. Oh, we got one more as well. Okay, so so yeah, we we asked a question to Twitter. Or, or thank you to all those people that have got back to us. So Larry from the Real Early Podcast. If you guys want to check that podcast out, it's uh, it's a really good podcast about um, asking these sort of film fans how they first got into films. Um, check it out, Real Early Podcast. Is an R E E L. Um, so uh, his Twitter handle is um, at double H55. And he says, uh, Seminal filmmaking for me, a comedy that spoke to me and my generation. Nothing felt more real and absurd, quite like it at the time. And our good friend Andy Gorham, like the sweetheart of Twitter, um, says uh, the movie that introduced us to Kevin Smith. Huge fan of his work, and while some of the acting is a little off, this off on this, it's a total indie film with great dialogue, memorable characters, and dare I say, a voice of his generation and writer director Kevin Smith. 
Patrick Bartlett says, uh, I don't have enough characters to give all my thoughts on my favorite film, but I can say that it did have the opposite effect of what I now believe was intended by Smith in that I very much wanted to be a clerk based on seeing this as a 12 year old, (laughs) not as fun as advertised. (laughs) Tom uh, at Cyber Chef, fellow Sheffielder for for, uh, Kyle, he said... uh, Um, My first Kevin Smith film, and I discovered it in my teens, became an instant favourite of mine, and it's a go-to film for me when I need a pick-me-up. At the, uh, so the Filmstrip podcast, uh, thanks for getting in touch, uh, at Filmstrip pod. It's one of the reasons why I worked in a video store, which was definitely busier than RST, but also still kind of fun. So there you go. Um, so thanks for all those people that have, uh, that have commented um, on the film. We really appreciate it. Um, now it's time for um, Kyle to choose the film of the next episode. So Kyle, please let us know what's our next film. Palm Springs. Andy Samberg film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, I recommended that film to you. Do you remember? Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. Sent me a text like maybe three weeks ago saying you should watch this with Jed because I was about to watch a film with her. Oh, wow. Okay. So I watched this when it came out and I've been meaning to watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't, so, we we yeah. never got around to it. I think you'll like it, Andy. Palm, what's it called? Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Just watch it. No, no, because, but what's it called? I'm just writing it down. My Palm, Palm, Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Because I, I Is it 2020? It was... I thought that film yeah, was yeah. like last year. When I, it's not what I thought it was going to be when I watched it. Can I watch it with Jed? Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since because. Uh, Jen stopped watching films for me now because every it's a random like every four weeks she's in a Shafi's choice and it's like fucking hell like what the fuck right. I put I put her off films like in total like she's never gonna watch any film again uh, so Kyle would you care to send the same sure yeah please get in touch with us send any questions comments praise hate mail or one word reviews to the popcorn post bag at who dropped the popcorn at gmail.com or like follow harass us on twitter at who popcorn or on instagram and tiktok at who dropped the popcorn you can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember to like and subscribe people won't get this joke because it's all being edited out but anyway uh, gotta subscribe you've been listening to who dropped the popcorn we really appreciate it see you soon bye bye